Hey, hey there, friend. Heather Creekmore here. I'm glad you're listening to the Compared to Who show today. We are continuing our month-long series, Tune In to Him, to help us tune out the messages of diet culture, of get thin to be well, of you get thin to be hot, get thin to be loved, all those messages we hear. We want to tune those out and tune in to the truth of God's word. What does scripture say about this? What does God actually have to say about all this? Is that really what being healthy means? So that's where we've been all month. If you haven't joined us, if you're new, go back and listen. They're short episodes. Go back and listen through these episodes. I think you will really be encouraged by what you hear. Today, we are praying to be more loving. Now, I'm going to explain to you what I mean by loving right after the intro, but I don't mean more loving towards your body, although it could be some of that, but we're going to break that down today. So I'm glad you're here. Let's get going. Welcome to Compare to Who, the podcast to help you make peace with your body so you can savor God's rest and feel his love. If you're tired of fighting body image the world's way, Compare to Who is the show for you. You've likely heard lots of talk about loving your body, but my goal is different. Striving to fall in love with stretch marks and cellulite is a little silly to me. Instead, I want to encourage you and remind you with the truth of scripture that you are seen, you are known, and you are loved no matter what your size or shape. Here, the pressure is off. If you're looking for real talk, biblical encouragement, and regular reminders that God loves you and you're not alone, you've come to the right place. I hope you enjoy today's show and hey, tell a friend about it. Okay, so yesterday we prayed for more of God's grace. Who, who doesn't need that? But today we are praying that God would make us more loving. And the first thing I think of when I think about being more loving is the verse in First John, First John 4, 8, and it says this, there is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love love. So friends, we talked for several days about things we're afraid of around our body image, right? We might be afraid of losing our health. We might be afraid of what other people think if we don't have the quote unquote right size or the right look. We might be afraid of our own opinions of ourselves, afraid of the condemnation, shame, guilt we deal with, right? But what drives out all this fear? It's not perfection. It's perfect love. So how can we be more loving, right? What do we need to do to be more loving? Well, I think first we need to really dig into God's love. In fact, I sometimes have clients do like a word study through the Bible where they're looking up every verse in the Bible that talks about God's love for them. I think it's really difficult for those of us who struggle with body image issues and security. It's really difficult for us to feel God's love. We might know it intellectually, but in our hearts, we feel like there's something we should be doing to earn it. It's really tough to understand the concept that God loves us 
unconditionally. And some of us, you know, that's kind of a product of the way we were raised. Our parents loved us conditionally, even maybe if they tried not to. They're, they're human, right? That's just what we do sometimes. It's, it's not all on them, but we learned conditional love and we put that back on God and we feel like he's loving us conditionally and we don't feel his love. Now, the other thing is we can also obsess as to whether or not other people love us, right? And that goes back to that approval thing we talked about a couple weeks ago. We just want to be loved. That's not a bad thing. That's a desire God put in our heart to be met by him, right? And then, and then beyond that, we're supposed to be in community. We're supposed to feel like other people love us. But it gets muddy when we get focused on whether or not people do love us. And I think that's where we can kind of twist scripture a little bit, right? Like I've heard it said so many times, lost count, right? Like we just have to feel loved and then we can love others. Hmm, I don't know. (laughs) I think you probably may love others well if you feel loved, but I don't think you have to feel loved by others to love others well. You have to feel loved by God to love others well. And then we're able to do what scripture commands in Matthew, right? Love God and love others. Those aren't, there's no like third secret contingency of like, well, once you feel loved by others, then you can go love others. No, 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 you have to love others. And so it gets really messy and muddy in this whole arena of self-esteem and self-love and all those things. And I've done lots of shows on that. So I'll let you go back and, and look up those shows if that's a topic of interest. But then there's this other aspect to loving, and that is loving your body. And again, this is something I've done lots of shows on. But, but let me distinguish here. When we pray for love today, I do want you to love your body but not in the way that the world wants you to love your body. You see, I think the world's definition of love your body, when most people in our culture say love your body, what they mean is that you're crazy about your body. You just want to flaunt it. You want the world to see it. You're proud of it. And I think that's pride. That's body pride. That's not actually love. Because real love thinks about others more than it thinks about itself, right? And most of us that are struggling with body image issues struggle to think about others more than we think about ourselves. In fact, most of us that have body image issues, we think about ourselves more than we think of anyone else. And we think we can overcome that through pride. If we just like loved our bodies, if we loved ourselves, and we just stop thinking about ourselves magically and be able to think about others. That's not really the way it works. In fact, there's a story from Greek mythology of Narcissus, I believe his name was, you may be familiar with it, who who tried to love himself more and just fell in love with himself more. And that was ultimately his demise, his self-love, right? But, but what I mean when I say love your body Because I mean being kind to it. I mean acting in a gentle and loving way towards your body. What if loving your body is eating regular meals when everyone you know is saying that intermittent fasting is the best thing? What if loving your body is having a slice of pizza when you're kind of afraid, and there's that fear word again, you're kind of afraid of carbohydrates? What if loving your body actually means just being nice to yourself and the way you talk to yourself, being gentle with yourself, giving yourself grace to 
age and to change and for your body to look or feel different from day to day. I think that's a better definition of loving your body. And that's a definition I can get behind. So will you pray today with me? Let's pray that we can all be more loving. Dear Heavenly Father, just ask you today for more of your love. God, ultimately, that is the love we need to fuel all other kinds of love. God, when we know how much you love us, we are free not only to love others radically, but we're free to be kind to ourselves. We're free to be accepting of ourselves. We're free to be loving towards our own bodies because we know that you hold us safe and secure. That we are already so loved. There's nothing we can do to our bodies to make us more loved by you. God, thank you. Thank you for your love. Fill us today with more of that love so that it can pour out of us onto everyone around us. God, thank you that there is no fear in love. Thank you that your perfect love drives out fear. And thank you that we don't have to fear punishment. Because we know the only hell we'll ever live as your followers, as believers in you, is the hell of this earth. So thank you, Lord, that we are free from punishment and that we will get to spend eternity with you. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Okay, so our verse today is that verse from 1 John. 1 John 1, 8. There's no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear. And your action step for today is to be kind to yourself. Okay, so there's an Andrew Peterson song called Be Kind to Yourself, and I am going to link to it in the show notes, and I want you to listen to that song. If you've never heard it before, this is going to be a treat for you. If you've listened to it before, listen to it again. I love, love, love the words he says towards the end. Um, something, there's something about loving God tells to love your enemies too. And he's talking about how when we are our own worst enemy, but it is in a much more creative, clever Andrew Peterson way than that. So listen to that song and be kind to yourself. That's your action step for today. I'm glad you tuned in today and I hope you are too. And I also hope something today has helped you stop comparing and start living. Bye-bye. Is life feeling chaotic? I get it. I'm Rachel Wojo, host of the Untangling Life podcast. Don't miss the passionate encouragement and faith-based resources you need to help you clear your head and calm your heart. As Shell says, it feels like Rachel always knows what I need to hear. She keeps it real and is so humble. Her podcast is just the cherry on top. Enjoy Untangling Life with Rachel Wojo on lifeaudio.com or your favorite podcast app now.